This is Wallet Activism, a podcast for everyone ready to change the status quo using your financial power. I'm Tanya Hester. Hello and welcome. Today on the very first episode of my new show, we're talking about wallet activism itself. What is it? What is this podcast all about? How is it different from the book Wallet Activism? All that stuff. We're going to get into it. Excuse my scratchy throat. You're hearing the wildfire smoke, which feels very fitting for a podcast focused on addressing the climate crisis in addition to addressing social injustices. So let's start by defining the term. Wallet activism is using your financial power to change the status quo, and that's your financial power in all its forms. And it's fundamentally about changing the status quo for the planet and for our fellow humans. I spent my career in politics, first reporting on it for public radio and then consulting candidates and causes, and I believe fervently in the importance of voting. We absolutely have to vote. If you don't vote, please register, start voting. It's not too late. But when politicians fail to act or change comes too slowly, which I think we are all extremely familiar with, we can't just sit around and twiddle our thumbs while the world burns. We have to take action. We want to take action. I know I've heard from so many of you who want something tangible to do. And so wallet activism is understanding that under our capitalist system, we also have a tremendous capacity to change the status quo through the choices we make, the everyday choices, the big ones, the small ones, all of them. First though, you have to think about your financial power more broadly. It's not just what you buy, and this isn't just for people who can afford to buy a lot or can afford to buy those status so-called sustainable brands. It's every financial choice you make from how you earn a living to how you spend your money to where you choose to live to where you save and invest and on and on. You have so many different ways to flex your financial power, and we're going to talk about all of them. One thing I want to make really clear from the start is this is not about so-called ethical consumerism. It's a much bigger picture look at the power each of us has individually and as a collective to drive positive change. Does that mean that we alone as individuals can solve all of our problems, all these huge problems facing us like the climate crisis and the inequality crisis? Of course not. Nothing replaces holding policymakers and corporations accountable. But the question tends to get posed as an either or. It's something that really drives me up the wall. It's one of the driving motivations for me for writing Wallet Activism, the book, and doing this podcast. The question tends to go, either we can hold corporations accountable, or we can change our own ways individually. The truth is that we must do both. We can do both. We can and we must. You've probably heard the stat a bunch of times that 10 corporations produce 70% of the world's carbon emissions. And that's true, give or take. But those corporations aren't just sitting around burning fossil fuels and somehow manufacturing money out of the flames. It's our money fueling their operations. And we're the ones who keep it profitable for them to keep trashing the planet and to keep exploiting workers. So we can blame them all we want, but we share in that blame. And that's not to say, let's all feel guilty, let's all cry. It's to say, we can and we must come at the problem from both sides pushing for stronger regulations and legislation to limit carbon emissions and end human exploitation and inequality, while also pushing ourselves to be more honest about the harm we do when we aren't intentional in our choices. 
I wrote the book, Wallet Activism, How to Use Every Dollar You Spend, Earn, and Save as a Force for Change to cover all of this, and I'm so excited for you to be able to read it when it comes out in November. But this podcast isn't just turning the book into an audio format. There will be an audiobook for that, actually, which I'm recording in a few weeks. We'll talk about what you can expect from the podcast after a short break. Wallet Activism is brought to you by no one. You'll never hear a single word on this show that's been bought or paid for. Not today, not ever. Everyone needs to earn a living, so this is not a critique of other podcasts that accept sponsor dollars. But I want you to be able to trust that everything we talk about here is untainted by financial motivation. This will never be an environmental or social justice podcast that tells you one minute to consume less and the next tells you why you should buy some great product for reasons. Because, as we'll talk about a lot here, whenever there's financial motivation involved, you can't entirely trust what someone tells you, even if they seem to be on your side. I want you to feel safe trusting me. I will do my best to earn that trust. And now, back to the show. So what can you expect from this podcast? First off, please subscribe because episodes won't come out at predictable intervals. And that's really for two reasons. First, I don't want this to feel like a job because that tends to suck the joy out of things. And you deserve better than a podcast host who's clearly slogging through or phoning it in. But second, I find as a podcast listener that podcasts that hold to a strict schedule often throw in content that's not up to their quality standards because they have a schedule to fill. My promise to you is that I'll only post an episode when it's truly worth your time. That said, I've got some episodes lined up that I'm super excited about over the next few weeks. So let's talk about what the episodes will be like. Wallet Activism the Book is a guide in two parts. First, giving you the tools to become a wallet activist. And second, delving into all the different areas of your financial life. From what you eat and buy, to where you live, how you operate at work, how you save and invest, and how you give toward good causes, and plenty more besides all that. Wallet Activism, the podcast, won't recap those things, so you'll probably still want to read the book, whether you buy it or you get it from the library, doesn't matter to me. Instead, here we'll have conversations with inspiring wallet activists, people changing the status quo through their work or other projects, or researchers who can help us all be better wallet activists in some way. If you're a regular NPR listener, you'll certainly recognize our first guest on the next episode. And sometimes, episodes will be information from me that I couldn't fit into the book but still want to share with you. Believe it or not, even at 350 pages with nearly 500 citations, I still couldn't squeeze everything in that I wanted to include. And plenty of things I touch on in the book are topics that warrant further discussion. And this is where that will happen. People really think you can cover everything in a book, and sadly, it is just not true. If you're as excited to read Wallet Activism as I am to share it with you, it's available for pre-order now as a paperback, and the ebook and audiobook recorded by me versions will be available for pre-order soon. In a moment, I'll share about all the bonuses I'm offering to those who pre-order. But first, let's talk about why I said a few minutes ago that this show is not financially motivated, and now I'm talking about buying a book. (laughs) This will be the only time I talk about the book in depth on this podcast, so don't worry. But let's talk about that question of financial motivation. One of my big frustrations with the social and environmental justice movements, and part of my motivation for writing wallet activism, is that we see a lot of people urging us not to do things don't shop at Walmart, or don't shop at Amazon, don't own a car, don't buy conflict diamonds, and on and on. And that's 
good advice to the extent that you're able to follow it. In a different society, that might be enough. But we live under a deeply flawed capitalist system in which money talks. So if we want to reshape the world, we not only need to refuse to fund things that don't align to our values, we also need to create more demand for things that do so that those who are profit motivated have a way to earn that profit that's much less harmful or even beneficial to the planet and our fellow humans. For me, for example, I love books. I want to see more books in the world. And because this is capitalism, that means I need to support financially the book business because it is a business. If we stop buying books collectively or only libraries buy them, we won't have books anymore, or at least not many. We'll only have books written by those who are wealthy enough to write and distribute them without worrying about if they earn anything. And honestly, those aren't the voices I most want to hear from. I also think artists and creators should be paid for their work. It's why I paid to license the intro and outro music for this podcast, something a lot of podcast creators don't do, because I respect copyrights and I believe people should be paid fairly for their labor. So I make a point to buy books by friends, by other people I want to support, and on topics that I want to see more of. I do that even if I get the book for free, which is a perk of being an author and podcaster, because I want to support books that I want to see more of. And because book publishing is a business, people only get published if a publisher thinks their book will sell. I would love to keep writing books in the future and not end here, and that means needing to show that I can sell books. History is littered with brilliant authors, people far more talented than I am, whose books didn't sell, and they therefore never got another chance to publish. My motivation to sell books isn't financial for me, at least, but it is a form of what I think of as making a business case. By asking you to buy the book or at least request it from your library, I'm making a business case for more books in general and for more books from me specifically. So if you find any of those reasons compelling, then I'm going to give you a quick rundown right now of what I'm offering because I can't give you the book for free, but I can give you some other things for free. And so I want to do that. If you pre-order one copy, you'll get a downloadable PDF that you can save on your phone or print out and put in your wallet that reminds you of the most credible third-party verifications for foods and products so that you can refer to it while you're shopping. I find having that list handy really helpful, and I want to offer that to you. If you pre-order two copies, you get the Take Action Pack, which is filled with templates that you can use to level up your wallet activism, like a template boycott press release, a template letter to a corporation asking them to clean up their act, scripts you can use with friends and family, and lots more. If you pre-order three or more copies, you also get the in-depth book club discussion guide. But beyond those freebie things, a lot of you told me on Instagram that something you'd love to get for pre-ordering is a chance to talk with me virtually, of course. It is a pandemic still. So we're doing a drawing for 10 hour-long virtual meetups with me, and you can use them however you want. Just hanging out and chatting, talking about specific questions you have. I can speak to your book club. It's really your time to use however you wish. So you get an entry into that drawing for each copy you pre-order and two other ways. You get a bonus entry if you pre-order from an independent bookstore instead of you-know-who, because I absolutely want to drive demand for indie booksellers over the big guys. And you get an entry if you request it from the library. Two, if you request both paperback and ebook, and even more if you request it from multiple libraries. I'm kind of a hoarder of library cards. If that's you too, you could potentially stack up quite a lot of entries. If you do decide to order from Amazon, I hope you'll consider leaving a review shortly after the book is released in November because that helps with their algorithm to get the book in front of more people. And I'm sure I don't have to tell you that Amazon rules the book world. 
all you have to do to get the bonus materials and get entered in the drawing is send your receipt and screenshots of library requests to walletactivism at gmail.com. I've put lots of different links in the show notes where you can pre-order Wallet Activism and you can visit my blog, OurNextLife.com, to see this full list of bonus materials and extras I'm offering, along with all the in-person and virtual events I'll be doing in the fall to kick things off. I'll mention those events here, too, of course, as we get closer. And thus endeth the public radio pledge drive portion of the show. This is the only time I'll give the full sales pitch, I promise, because I'm sure you're like me and you just don't like being pitched to. You don't want stuff pushed on you all the time. But I wanted to give the full pitch once because, and I I say this with all seriousness, wallet activism is easily the best and the most important thing I've ever created. This is really a reflection of my heart and soul in a way that I haven't been able to share before. My most fervent hope is to get it into the hands of as many people as possible. I'm excited to be kicking off this new project on a topic that's so close to my heart, and I'm thrilled that you're along for the ride. If there's something you'd like me to talk about on the podcast, or you have a question you'd like me to answer, you can email me at media at And because lots of people misspell my name, here's some help. Media at T-A-N-J-A-H-E-S-T-E-R dot com. You can also tweet at me or DM me on Instagram at our underscore next life. Or just search my name and you'll find me. As I shared earlier, wallet activism is and always will be ad and sponsor free. But if you want to support the show or signal the publishers that I'm worth publishing, the best things you can do are pre-order wallet activism, the book, or request it from your library, rate and review the show on your podcast app. That's really just for me, but it means a lot. Or tell a friend or many friends or do all those things because the more of us working collectively to change the status quo, the faster things will change. Make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss new episodes. And until next time, remember, you have real power.